Welcome to the Final Draft Great Conversations podcast. I'm Andrew Popel, and today we're previewing the 2022 National Young Writers Festival. The Final Draft Great Conversations podcast is all about books, writing, and literary culture. We're dedicated to exploring Australia's writing culture, and we're going to be looking into the issues that drive our storytelling, and that is never more present than in a literary festival. Now, the National Young Writers Festival is an annual gathering of young writers. It's a place for them to showcase their work, share ideas, and learn. In 2022, the National Young Writers Festival is presented as a hybrid festival with both in-person and online events. You can join wherever you want. If you're listening to this podcast on your phone, on your computer, you can click on the link. Get straight online there. As we get started, I want to acknowledge that here on Final Draft, we are recording on the lands of the Darug and Gunungurra people. At 2SER, the parent of this podcast, we broadcast from the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Make that acknowledgement, uh, acknowledging the ongoing connection of those owners to their lands and acknowledging that it is unceded land, stolen land, and the treaty has never been made in this continent. Now, I'm going to be previewing the National Young Writers Festival along with one of its co-directors. Jack Gow is a writer. He's a comedian based in Sydney. He's sold out critically acclaimed shows across the country. You may have caught Jack's stories on Radio National, Story Club, or FBI Radio's All the Best. And uh, Jack, he's a co-director of National Young Writers Festival. He's going to be joining us today with the inside scoop on the festival. So, without any further ado, join me as we discover the 2022 National Young Writers Festival lineup. Welcome, Jack. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Not at all. Thank you for having me. Um, as a former two SCR volunteer, it's a pleasure to be back. Oh my goodness, that is something I did not know. Were you? What shows yeah. were you involved with? Uh, for a while there, while I was at uni, I um, was the producer or volunteer producer of. Uh, what was then called Overdrive, the drive segment on Friday afternoons with a very great uh, broadcaster who's gone on to work in the union movement, Peter Waller-Bryant. So, loved it. I love it. I love it. Two SER alum kicking goals everywhere. And Jack, Mm -hmm. today we are here because you are a director of National Young Writers Festival. Look, some of us are still kind of getting used to the whole leaving the house for big events thing. Remind us, what what is the National Young Writers Festival? So the National Young Writers Festival is the country's largest gathering of young writers. Um, we've been going now for 25 years. This will be our 25th anniversary this year, which is incredibly exciting. Um, and it's essentially a place for writers, young, emerging, semi-established writers, uh, or even people who've just, you know, never actually written something but want to. Uh, We cater to all comers and it's just an opportunity for people to to meet, whether that's virtually uh, or in person in Newcastle and, you know, share their love of all things writing. I love that there is that uh, online component. I can't wait to get to it. I wanted to ask you, though, so your your theme for 2022 is looking forward, going back. Um, I feel like that could mean so many things, especially coming out of um, a long period of, I guess, social disruption. Is that a nice way to call it? How, how does a festival theme help you shape your curation of the artists and events for this year's festival? So... This year's theme helped because, uh, you're right, we were kind of uh, 
we knew that we had to acknowledge the tremendous impact that the coronavirus pandemic has had on, you know, everyone, but especially uh, arts communities um, over the last few years. But at the same time, we didn't want to kind of uh, dwell on, I guess, the negative sides of that as much. We also wanted it to be an opportunity to say, you know, not that the pandemic's over, it's not what I'm suggesting, but like that, you know, yes, we've gone through this very troubling thing, but let's set our sights on, you know, the hopefully bright future that lies ahead of us. Uh, And so it allowed us to kind of, um, you know, put a foot in both camps, so to speak, and then give artists the opportunity to either speak about, you know, and have the difficulties that they've encountered over the last few years be informed by um, their work, but also if they decided that they weren't interested in reflecting on that and instead wanted to focus on the future, that was also a possibility. I mean, I've had numerous conversations over the last two and a half years with writers where we've we've tried to deal with this idea that there's this enormous thing happening to our society be foolish to think that it isn't going to influence us in some way but it's also foolish to think that we know exactly what's going to happen so i love that you've you've crafted this opportunity for people to begin that process yeah it's uh i think we you know the way we view the national young writers festival is it's like uh it's a launch pad for people to kind of you know meet get some creative juices flowing with one another and then use that as the impetus to inform their practice moving forward. Hopefully they come back the next year or, you know, they take it into other endeavours that they have. But, um, yeah, it was important to us to to give people the space to discuss this stuff but also to have the agency to be like, hey, I actually don't want to discuss this if that's what they choose. National Young Writers Festival takes place on the lands of the Awakbal and Waramai people in Newcastle, New South Wales. It is a terrific event to head up to. I have done so myself um, and loved wandering around the city. This year, though, people can join in online, which, like, it's that opens up accessibility in so many different ways. What's happening with the online festival? How do people get involved with this? So, yeah, you're right. We realised after having run two digital-only festivals in 2020 and 2021 that, uh, you know, it would be not just foolish but irresponsible to go back to a fully in-person festival, especially because the feedback we got from so many artists, um, especially those with chronic illnesses or living with disability, uh, or people in you know rural and remote areas was that the digital nature of it made it accessible and made it you know less I guess uh, metropolitan centric, which is often you know a criticism of uh, the arts and writing scenes in Australia. Um, so what we've done this year is we've done a kind of seventy thirty split of seventy percent live things in Newcastle because we're so excited to be back. But then about 30% of the program is digital. Some of those are, um, you know, pre-recorded things because of the logistics of getting, um, you know, some of our remote artists involved. But what I'm really excited for is there'll there'll be a number of live uh, digital events and there'll also be a few events um, where there'll be multiple people live in person with someone joining live digitally. 
um, we were inspired by Q and A, um, and so yeah, we just someone um, is. <laughs> yeah, we well just the for just that particular format, but yeah, we just really um, really keen to open it up to more people because it seems you'd be mad not to after you know the great leaps and bounds that we've made in accessibility over the last few years. And that is just so fabulous. It's also probably worth noting that the vast bulk of the festival is free. So if people are listening and thinking, well, I'd like to, but there's there's really no excuse, is there? No, yeah. Every single event at NYWF is free. Uh, it always has been. And, you know, as far as I know, it always will be. Um, we're really not trying to compete in the same space as established writers' festivals, you know, with big names that you then have to, you know, pay, charge ticket prices and stuff for. We just want to make this as accessible as possible, not only to the local Newcastle community, but also to, um, you know, to, to just everyone across Australia and across the world. You know, we have people tuning in from overseas, uh, and some people joining us digitally from overseas. So, yeah, it's just a, a great opportunity if you're interested in writing and you, you're keen to hear about the next generation of writers, please yeah. tune in or head on down to Newcastle. At the risk of a cliche too, Jack, I mean, like, the big names are going to be there. They're just on their ascent. Like, I remember going years ago and having, like, watching a performance, like, watching a, a, a performance, uh, probably the correct word, from Omar Musa. Omar and I caught up again uh, late last year because his new collection of poetry, he is just absolutely smashing it. Like, these are the names before they become the names. Totally, yeah. NYWF has an amazing, um, you know, list of alumni. Um, Benjamin Law, who's our current ambassador, he proudly took part in the festival multiple times. Um, yeah, we've just got, um, I mean, there's more than I could possibly list. We don't need to get into it. But, yeah, it, it is really, you're right, it's it's the first step for many people on their way to becoming very established uh you know, voices in Australian writing. So it's an excellent opportunity to see, you know, up-and-coming talent uh, developing their voice. Mm. All right, Jack, uh, teaser time. I'm going to put the hard word on you. Can you give us a pick of the In Real Life and the online program? I want something to get people salivating about the festival, which will be happening. We haven't mentioned the dates. The festival happens from the 29th of September till the 2nd of October. Jack, what are you sending people to? So uh, if you want to join digitally because you can't get down to Newcastle, I would really encourage you to tune in to a reading series that we will be doing on Thursday night from 8 to 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time called English is Cancelled. Um, this is one that we premiered uh, last year and we brought it back because it was so well received, not only by the audience but also by a number of, um, uh, you know, I guess, critics and stuff who engage, but it's um, it, it's an event that invites um, diasporic writers to uh, to move us away from the kind of um, the colonial presumption that English is the supreme language, the lingua franca, um, and rather explain, it, it invites them to read their works and engage with other tongues that they might have grown up with speaking or, or that they may still speak today. Um, and it's just a really interesting and exciting showcase of 
you know, the melting pot of cultural influences that informs contemporary Australian writing. So that's an awesome one if you're going to join digitally. Um, If you're going to be there in person, uh, we have some wonderful workshops uh, running on the Sunday morning, um, covering a whole range of topics from breaking into journalism, um, developing and adapting, uh, developing and devising uh, your first play, um, uh, how to write for video games. There's, you know, heaps of really exciting topics. It'd be great to get you involved. Um, and then I'm going to be cheeky and pick a third one. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I would love to encourage people to come along to an event called Story Music. Uh, that is a night of music and words uh, under the stars at the Pavilion of Sand, which is an outdoor performance space um, in Uh, Newcastle, and that is a showcase of First Nations writers and talent, uh, and it's going to be just absolutely amazing. So they're my picks. That sounds brilliant. I mean, uh, that last one, it feels like Mm -hmm. something if you hadn't told us about it and we found out, we would have been coming for you. Like, hey, why didn't that, that? Like, it just sounds fun. Yeah. For anyone who wants to know more about any of the festival program, where to, you know, get those online links, youngwritersfestival.org. I am speaking with Jack Gow. Jack, is there anything else we need to know before we start uh, signing in to the festival next weekend? Uh, no, the only thing I would encourage you to do is there's a very full program um so and a lot of really keen people if you want to take part in the workshops the and some of those are uh, digital as well then just head online you can reserve a space uh, you'll be invited via uh, zoom to come and join uh, the workshops um other than that though yeah just make a list uh figure out when you're going to be joining us and please either come on down or log on because it's going to be a really wonderful weekend of uh, young Australian writers. National Young Writers Festival runs from the 29th of September till the 2nd of October. You can find out more at youngwritersfestival.org. Jack Gow is one of the co-directors. Jack, thank you so much for taking the time, getting us up to speed on the incredible festival event coming up. Not at all, Andrew. Thank you for having me. That's it for this special bonus episode of the Final Draft Great Conversations podcast. Thank you so much to Jack Gow for joining me. Jack is a co-director of the National Young Writers Festival. If you want to find out more, you can go to youngwritersfestival.org or just click the link in this podcast. My name is Andrew Popel. Thank you for joining me for the Final Draft Great Conversations podcast. There are more great conversations with incredible Australian writers coming up very soon or... If you're looking for something uh, to read, maybe you've read one of the incredible books that we've featured and you want to listen back, go through the back catalogue wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much. Till next time, happy reading. Bye for now.